again and welcome to Message Matter Monday. As you can see, I have someone different with me today. Uh, I have uh, Mr. Scott Gooley. Scott is a member of our parish and, and he can tell you a little bit more about himself. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Scott Gulig. I am not Father Doug's wife. Uh, I'm actually Laura Gulig's wife. She runs the children's ministry here, so you probably probably know her. Um, I'm usually the one with the baby in tow. Um, I work at Eglin, and so I've been going to St. Mary's for a couple years, and uh, I'm excited that Father Doug invited me to participate in Message Matters, and I'm hoping I'm hoping you get something out of our discussion today. So let's, let's open in prayer, Father. Yeah. Uh, Father, Son. Holy Spirit, amen. Holy Spirit, come. Fill our hearts, open our minds. Lord, as we dive in and, and discuss what it means to have a relationship with you, we ask that you make us mindful of your presence. We ask that you open our minds, open our mouths that we may speak, speak your word, speak your love, and that we may grow in relationship with you and to walk with you always, Lord, especially in the dark times and in times where it's most difficult, we ask for your help. We ask that you bless this conversation, may it be fruitful, may it bring us closer to you, and may it bring those who listen to it closer to you as well. Amen. Amen. So if, if you haven't had a chance to hear the homily from uh, yesterday, it, it was on Jesus, this own relationship. We started a new series called Jesus. And so every week we're going to be taking one of the letters from his name and discussing something about Jesus himself. And this week we discussed uh, Jesus, Son of God. And we, we talked really in the homily a lot about um, relationship and how to have a relationship with God and how there's some misunderstandings about uh, how you have a relationship with God just simply because you know we we don't have God's you know God in person here in in the sense the same way we do uh, sitting here right you know it, God's not bodily sitting in this office with us but we know he's present with us and we talked about how that presence is is within us and also within those that we come in contact with and so um, just breaking that open a little bit more of, of what, you know, really relationship is like with Jesus. Right. And it's, it should go without saying, but our relationship with Jesus is so unique in that it's the only relationship in our lives that directly impacts all other relationships yeah. in our lives. I know when I look back and I, you know, I look at times when, um, my wife and I have struggled. We've struggled to communicate, or we've, we've just been going through times like any any marriage does. It's a one for one correlation. Usually, when my when other relationships fall, it starts with my relationship with Jesus taking a hit, yeah. uh, and it's so, so. That's why it's so important. Yeah. Because not only for the salvation of your soul, but for every other relationship you have. Yeah. As well. and, and isn't it funny that we can have someone physically present in front of us? And still not be able to communicate with them, right. and, and and we think, well, it'd be so easy if Jesus was just here sitting in a chair. I could right. just have a relationship with him, or he could walk with me. And and maybe you know, maybe in some ways that that would be easier. But in the way we struggle with everyone around us, including our our wives or, or our children, in the way we, we struggle with relationships with them, that that 
maybe it wouldn't be so easy. Yeah, I always, uh, I always have to kind of stop and, and ask myself, am I, I mean, do I have a Facebook friendship with Jesus? Yeah. Is that really, is that as far as it goes? Because you think about, you know, on Facebook, on Twitter, on whatever social media, you feel so connected okay. to everybody. But what do you really know about most of the people? You know, you know, where they went on vacation, you know, where they live, you know, some random things that their kids do. Yeah. And, but it, I mean, is it? What ice cream store they visited right. that day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they make you jealous. And but I mean, is that I have to continue to ask myself, do I just know facts about Jesus? Right. Do I know the things he does for other people that he did, you know, when he walked this earth? Is that as far as it goes? Right. And if it does, yeah, that's it's not far enough, you know. I mean, yeah, I think you're right to have a, a Facebook. Uh, friendship with Jesus, or even an Instagram Facebook with you, uh, an Instagram friendship with Jesus. I, I don't know if all of our audience knows what Instagram is, but it, it's basically just where you take a picture and you post it. And sometimes you put some comments below, and sometimes you don't. And so what happens with Instagram is, is you you tend to get this this um, idea that the person who who has an Instagram that man they're just happy all the time, right? They're just having the time of their life. They're world travelers. They're, you know, and, and you don't see the everyday things that mm -hmm. go on in their lives, specifically the, the everyday struggles that people have. Um, you don't see those times where they're not getting along with their spouse or their, their children. They're not on the same page with their children and all that. And so um, it, it can be, if we're not careful, our relationship with God can be that way. It can be one of those where we're just, we're just, Facebook friends with him, and, right. and there, there's not a, a real and true connection there. Right, and I'm, I always think back to, okay, what relationships did Jesus have when he was sharing in our mortality, sharing in our humanity? Um, you, you look at his disciples who he invited to follow him. Um, he, he gave them a front row seat to his, his struggles, his glories, right? He said, come pray with me in the Garden of Gethsemane, yeah. and he was completely vulnerable, right. right? And he, so he calls in that deep relationship, and then I think about um, the people who followed him for what he did, for making the blind man see, for walking on water, or for giving them yeah. bread when he fed the 5,000, and then the second that a relationship takes another step where he says, if you want salvation, eat my flesh, drink right. my blood, and then yeah. they leave. And then yeah. So Jesus gives us that model. He says, look, you're going to have to follow me. You're going to have to carry the cross. And you're going to have to be vulnerable. Right, right. You know, and, and, and that's just it. I mean, um, really, our, our, our relationship with Jesus somewhat uh, images marriage in the sense of uh, marriage. In, 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 you know, when, when two people are married, it's, it's not just a, a conversation that you have. There's a physical being together um, that, that happens when you're married that doesn't happen with, with other people, obviously, or shouldn't. Um, and so, but, that, but it's that physical intimacy that, that makes you one. That's what scripture teaches. That's what we teach in the sacrament of matrimony, that, mm -hmm. that this, is, you know, this is part of what makes you one. It's not the only thing, but it's part of what makes you one. And so when, when we come, you know, it's not just enough to, to have that relationship with Jesus in, mm -hmm. in, a, in a prayer life. That's, I mean, that is the bulk of it, but... To, to come and to eat his flesh and to drink his blood and to know that he is in us and we are in him makes all the difference in the world. I mean, it, it brings that true intimacy that we're that we're seeking, that that intimacy of, I wish he was walking down the beach with right. me. 
Well, now he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is there and he is present with Absolutely. you. And so it's it's not just a it's not just a, a head thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's a complete right. body thing. It's your complete your whole being thing. And and you know it's funny to me when I was you know being raised as a Protestant, um, I heard lots of times um, preachers and you know Bible school Bible Sunday Sunday school teachers and people you know telling me to to pray this prayer, and and then I I would have a relationship with him forever. I would have you know, eternal life with mm-hmm. him forever. And so it kind of gave this, this idea of this um, one and over, you know, one and off, you know, right. prayed the prayer. And so, you know, there's some point in your life when you're, when you're doing that, and you're going to church every week. And, you know, I mean, look, going to church can be a bother if you're not careful. I mean, you, you can make it a bother. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just gets rote and becomes that way to you. And, and, and when you know that it's, it's not just that, it is when you you have a um, a different level of love for Jesus, but also that kind of thinking that you say one prayer mm-hmm. and it's over makes you think well, there's nothing for me. There's nothing else for me right. to do. When in actuality, Jesus doesn't want you to just pray a prayer and, and mm-hmm. be done with it. He wants a relationship. He wants that prayer every day. Absolutely, and it makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely, and those I, I love that you brought up marriage because that relationship. And our relationship with Jesus has to go to that next step. And that next step to me is the fruit and yeah. that relationship where, you know, I love, and it's Trinity Sunday. Yeah. Right? I love the, the imagery of the Holy Spirit playing into the Trinity where he is born out of the love that's going between the Father and the Son. Absolutely. And I love that playing into the role of the, of the Christian household where the love that's coming between the father and the mother is seen in the fruits of children. Um, and I think in a similar way, when we have that relationship with Christ yeah. and God is always sending that really, that love towards us. And if we're accepting that love and we're responding to it with love back, there are fruits that will be seen in this world and there are absolutely in your life. And in le- and like I mentioned earlier in your other relationships, yeah, it, it, it should create that relationship with other people. I mean, that, that really is what should be created is a new love for other people. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's the reason why, you know, even in first John where he says, you know, you can't, you can't say you love your brother and then, and then hate or love Jesus and then hate someone else. Right. I mean, that it's not possible. But mm-hmm. if you have the love of Jesus in your heart, then that's going to create love for other people. And, and, you, you should feel that. It should be a transformative thing. And, and yeah, it takes time, but that's what a relationship is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason why, as Catholics, we see salvation itself as a process. It's not a one and done. It's something that we live with for the rest of our lives. We should be saying yes to Jesus not one time. We shouldn't be praying for Jesus to come into our heart and live there just one time. We should be doing it daily and sometimes multiple times Absolutely. a day. Yeah. And there are those days where you wake up and, you know, in our earthly friendships, it seems like there's one event that can sever that friendship. Yeah. Um, and it's done forever. Right. But Jesus gives us that opportunity every day where he says, okay, you messed up yesterday. We'll, we'll give it another go today. You know, I'm still here. Yeah. Um, and it, what a grace that is to, yeah. to know that, Lord, I failed in our relationship yesterday. Yeah. But Today I will make a choice to not fail. Yeah. Not, not only did I fail, but he hasn't. Absolutely. And he's there waiting yes. for me to come back, like he said. I mean, you know, I, I'm 
I've had failed friendships and, mm -hmm. and um, you know, people that probably re would refuse to talk to me now just because of things that may have happened between us. But, but Jesus is never that way. It's, it's such a great opportunity to remember that, you know, yes, Jesus was a man and Jesus was human. There's no question about it. God was, but that, um, in, in his love and in his perfection, he doesn't, he doesn't, reciprocate the way we do right. with each other. He just loves us. Mm -hmm. He just loves. So, well, I, I, we could probably keep going on and on and on, and on but, <laughs> but but we won't. And so just wanted to say thank you for, for coming back and for joining us. If you're watching this after it's recorded, that's great as well. We're just so glad that you were here and, you're, and you were a part of this conversation. We hope that when you see these, that you're able to kind of reciprocate this at home. You're able to take this to, to your home, to your family, to whether it's your, your husband or wife, or whether it's your brother or sister, or whether it's your children. And, and you're also able to take it into, into work with you if, you if you're working somewhere, if you're volunteering somewhere. Um, and, and then you're able to take it into the neighborhood. You, you have a neighbor across the fence, you're able to talk about these things and just share with each other the, the love of Christ and, and the relationship that you have with him with others. And so thank you for being here. Have a great week. Great week.